Hello. Welcome to What's the Tea? Peace are to the edgy. And she's Nick Jew. <laughs> what? We are not. We did not break up like the Bodega Boys. <laughs> the brand is strong. Okay. <laughs> Damn, that happened too. I mean, it's been a year. It has been 525,600 minutes. I'm I'm a new age. You are. I know. Age ain't nothing but a number. Okay. All right. But at least uh, we're not a whole decade apart for a few months, right? For, for yeah, like 10 months. Yeah. This, you're this like, I... you're 35. Yes. This is How does it feel? Day. How does it feel um, to be in your mid-30s? Okay. Okay, Jason. <laughs> Jason's like, you're mid to late. I was like, you raggedy bitch. Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) Um, It feels good. I don't give a fuck. That happens and it'll increase as the years go on. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's great. I'm, uh, yeah, so far so good. Did you do anything exciting for your birthday? Uh, I worked as I <laughs> usually do. Um, would you, Would you like to explain your absence? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I worked, and then uh, I went to dinner with my friend and her husband. He's a um, what's the word? Oh, a virologist. <laughs> Oh, we're back like we never left. <laughs> like we never fucking left. Um, but no, I went to I went to work and I went to dinner and went to bed and went to the gym uh, and still don't have COVID, which is great. Um, or monkeypox, which is also great. Uh, Baby, we gonna we gonna talk about her. <laughs> I'm scared, child. <laughs> and I'm and uh, for the show that I'm doing, uh, Nick, you can see me. Um, oh, I posted on Instagram. I forgot. Um, but I am like blonde and it's giving the inner slut is begging to come out, but I'm not trying to get the monkey box. Let me tell you, as soon as the peroxide came into my hair, I was dropping it like a thotty. Like started going out, started wearing less and going out more. I was like, I understand now why girls I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super into it. I'm super, super into it. Um, but yeah, you know, happy to be back. Um, what's the tea, what's I the guess? Tea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I dyed my hair because I lost my mind. Um, B is back and I'm sleeping real, real good at night. Okay. So I, I don't think we've recorded since Break My Soul dropped. No, we definitely did. Did we? We did. We did. Until the name of the So, so um, Break My Soul came out, and then we had to wait, like, three weeks? No, like a couple of months. When did Break My Soul come out? I think early, like, mid-May. Because it felt like... When they said the album was coming out on July 29th, it felt like it was forever. Months and months and months away. Okay, so our last, we recorded on June 23rd. Okay, we did, we did a Juneteenth episode. Yeah. But I feel like we would have. June 20th. Oh, did we talk about it? How could we not have? Yeah, correct. Um, so we got a little taste I think it's a brilliant, now in context of the album, I think it's a brilliant lead single because it definitely gave like what you can expect from the album. And I think a lot of, there there was a lot of like discourse before the album came out because you never know with Beyonce, like she could have just gave us a cute house dance moment, but no, Mama gave us a, a dance album. Somebody said, this is why Aubrey named his album 
whatever the fuck he called it, never mind then or whatever it's called. <laughs> Cause he knew. <laughs> yeah, never I did I haven't heard I haven't heard Aubrey's album, have you? Come on. <laughs> you like you like views. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you didn't like views? Like- this is not a factual statement. There are three songs on Views that I liked. Passion Fruit um, and two other ones. Oh, you ain't got to name them to me. I don't know her. But I do recall <laughs> when Views came out, I was and like, Views is trash. trash. And, and like, you were like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that no, did occur. I, I said what that I occurred. Said. I said what I said. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not a person who regularly consumes Miss Graham's offerings. It's okay so. if you do. This is not a safe space, but it is okay <laughs> if you do. <laughs> I know it's not a safe space. I can't believe regularly. <laughs> Honestly, um, I was thinking about giving it a spin because the people who did like it were in the community and I trust them more than anyone else. Because like when when a bevy of straights were like, this is this is just trash. I was like, oh, it's probably good. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, no, I just, I don't, I'm not particularly moved by his point of view. Although I guess I What is like his him. point of view? Uh-huh. That's a question. It's an, this is an audio format, friend. You can't throw faces for an hour. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a question. Watch me. Watch me. Uh, Literally watch me. Um, I don't, I think that he's a talented um, musician. He's just not for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would say this feels a little too harsh, so I'm going to say it anyway because this is an audio format. Uh, um, you know how? Do you know who Natalie Weiss is? Yes, she it's taught me Nat- uh, that run booty and bootylicious. I could do it down the octave. Yeah, I I feel I feel what you're saying there. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And so and and so that's why I think like gorgeous gowns, beautiful beautiful gowns, gowns. like great producing, wonderful songwriter, by awesome people. But like, no, no, thank you. You know, when Drake hits for me, he hits. Like, there's probably five of his songs that I, like, fuck with super tough. Super tough. Even the Uh, toxic ones. Nice for what? Marvin's Room. I mean, you know, fuck that nigga. That that had me in a fucking choke hold. We all know. Um, I'm sure there are more. I I think for for me... (laughs) The Aubrey, the Aubrey, ma'am, the Aubrey songs that I like have been covered by people who made them their own. So like Eric's oh. Hotline Bling, I like that. Hotline, Hotline Bling. I told you there was more. Uh, JoJo's Marvin's Room, I like better. I mean, there's something about a brooding light-skinned nigga with a deep smize that I'm always going to prefer Drake's Marvin's Room. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you in another month. <laughs> also, um, Drake has the Iana. It, it, the COVID finally caught oh, up COVID. with him. I was like, what? Finally caught up with him. Is he okay? I don't know that lady. Oh, I was like, Joe got it and can't shake it. Well, that's because he took Paxlova. We're going to talk about her too. But anyway, we are here to talk about Beyonce, damn it. We really are. I was trying to look at the other Drake songs that I like. Now, why would I do that? Okay. I really don't know. Renee, because I sure can't spell Renaissance. See, if you was on Duolingo, like you're supposed to be. But I don't learn French on Duolingo. I learned Spanish, so it wouldn't have helped me. I'm signing up for a Spanish class at work. That owl is not finna judge me. Not another day of my life. (laughs) When that bitch said, you can learn a language in 15 minutes, what can 15 minutes on Instagram do? I was like, bitch, first of all, 
my drip. Bitch, I could learn. I could learn a, a a cute protective style on Instagram because they copy TikTok. While you bullshitting, you nosy little owl. Um. So, do you have a favorite song today? Correct. Um. Okay. No, I can't name just one. Okay, if I have to, if I gun to my head today, it's gonna be heated. I'm so mad at you. Why do we always do this? <laughs> but it has been uh, energy. It has actually. I think my overall fave is "Plastic Off the Sofa." Okay. It has also been Church Girl. I also fuck with Virgo's Groove. And you know how I really don't fuck with Virgos. My mama a Virgo. Her birthday on the same day as Beyonce. That I hear a lot of... Virgo. Oh. Ugh. I hear a lot of Prince yeah. in a couple of these songs. In Pure Honey, for sure. Mm. Alien Superstar. Bitch. What's your favorite besides the one I said? <laughs> Such a fucking thief. Um, <laughs> honestly, yes. Uh, like the whole the whole thing. Um, no skips. Fucking thick. Thick. Ass getting thicker. thicker. Mm, mm, mm. What that tweet say to girls who like blow are eating? I am fed. I am full. Everybody right. who stands glow, we are, I mean, blow, we are full. Um, so I am famously an antisocial ass nigga, um, especially when I'm working. Um, and uh, I, this this project is different. The project I'm working on right now is, is different. Um, and we're staying in like an extended stay hotel and I have, it's a decent sized hotel. And so we had, I had a little listening party um, in my hotel room. And one of the girls in the show is from Atlanta and she always travels with roller skates. So she came to my apartment. And like, when I tell you was doing agraphy, like roller skates. I know that's right. Which is so crazy. Cause that's her saying. I'm about to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I live for the black joy. I live for yeah. I live for it. Um, I feel like the so everybody's also, talking cozy. about cozy. We haven't said it yet. Cozy, cozy, bitch. Cozy. No skips. It's no skips. It's no skips. And to me, like I, this, to me is the, now you know. Take this with uh, an ocean of salt. I am a black gay ass man and Beyonce just reinstituted Pride Month. So I get it. But like Pride is every month. It's every month now. Um what to me I think is the most masterful thing about it is not just the transitions that it moves seamlessly from song to song, except for there's like a break before cuff it and there's another break. There's a kind of break before thick. Um but that the transitions start a minute into the other song. Right. Like that to me is some fucking, as a person who, whose love language is making playlists for people, mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. the songs like seamlessly flow with vibe from one to the other. Like that is some masterful fucking shit. Like I do not partake of the devil's dust. But I imagine the cocaine oh, girls. <laughs> I imagine the cocaine girls are living. Like this is just one long fucking Studio 54, 1976, do a I mean, line. Quad is kept. The weed winches are getting their life. <laughs> Until they need a snack or a nap. Because the way that I was gone off these damn edibles in my bed doing every kind of choreography baby and of course virgo's groove sound like a love song so i think that's why people are rejecting it because they're like we don't want sean on this motherfucker i mean you guys 
it's, it's her husband. She loves him. <laughs> what can you do? I don't. At at this point, it's just you look you look crazy. So apparently, this is a three part situation. Correct. Now, do you think we're getting three albums, or do you I think do. like one of you do? I think one of them is going to be like visuals. That's what someone else in in my show said, but I don't think so. I think it's a three. I think she's giving us three albums. I don't think it's going to be three albums of house music. Right. I think we're getting three albums. There ain't no way we gonna get through this without a ballad. Why not? I mean, sure, but it's Beyonce. But she's given. But she gives you plenty of acrobatics on plastic off the sofa. Plenty of acrobatics on Virgo's groove. Yeah, she is singing. She is singing. Singing. Um, so the transition that blows my fucking socks off every time is from energy into Break My Soul. And everybody's like, why does Break My Soul sound so much better on the album? It's just like, it just does. Like, I love it, it as a, a standalone. Minute, it starts a minute before the song starts. Right. Well, energy is only a minute and 56 seconds long. But you know what I mean? It's like, it's it, like, she, she's- Right, so energy is like an interlude. Yeah, energy is like an interlude, basically. And like, I, you know, I saw this meme on Twitter probably seven days later than everyone else did. Um, so you saw it on Facebook. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> relax. Um, where it was like some Arthur meme where it was like the mom that was protecting her kid and she was like, y'all listen to albums on shuffle on the first listen? Oh my God. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? No. On the first Um, listen? It's like, the first listen? That's sadistic. I have never listened to an album on shuffle. Like, If I did, it was on accident. (laughs) Correct. There was one time I I pressed play uh, on the album on Spotify because I was in the shower and I have like a shower speaker and it went from uh, I'm That Girl to Pure the way I jumped out of my shower so fast, I was like, no, bitch, this is not This ain't right. (laughs) Thank God for Adele, who got them to abolish that shuffle button up there where it was. She made them move that shit. This girl I used to work with, she only listened to shit on Spotify on shuffle because she didn't realize there was another button. Like I was playing Hamilton at work one day and she was like, oh, this is an interesting order. I'm like... What you mean? <laughs> she had never heard it in order. There's no way. Um, yeah, no, for me, my favorite transition is move into heated. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Also, like, she has Grace Jones on her fucking album. And Thames on the same song. It's like, we're going to discuss the controversy only because I feel like it's about to be relevant. Otherwise, I would pay a dust. Uh, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of things. So I think that it is so cool that energy flips the sample from Milkshake and Break My Soul flips the drums in um, Show Me Love. That 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 those two are back to back. So Khalees... Kellis, how you say that lady name? Kalise. Sorry, I don't know her like that. I've recently started following her on like Instagram and TikTok because I like seeing her cook and stuff. It calms my soul to like watch her on the farm and stuff. So I don't really know much about her. The majority of things I've learned about her have been this week. I do know that her husband recently passed away and she has like a baby. So I know that she's going... No, like a new baby. Oh, okay. I was like, but that yeah, they did have a child together. Did they? Yeah, Kalisa and Nas used to go together. Well, I know that. I didn't know that they had okay. a child from the relationship. Um, uh, like I, I, I knew very little about her, and she's on my list of people. Who like, I need to listen to her stuff because I feel like that's the thing that passed me by that I probably would be really into based off of the two songs that I know of her. Um. So, for to the best of my knowledge, some fan tagged her 
when the track list came out and said like, oh, wow, a collab between Khalees and Beyonce. And Khalees was like, don't know what you're talking about. So they showed her a screenshot of not the track list because she's not credited on the track list. There's an acknowledgement where it shows Khalees as the artist who performed Milkshake. So she gets on Instagram Live and goes on this rant, mostly directed at Pharrell. And she called him like an amoeba. She called him a lot of shit. And I know that she's been through it with like the record industry and she's got like a legitimate beef with a bad deal and this, that, and the third. But then she started to come for Beyonce. And she was like, you preach all this women's empowerment stuff on your songs and you don't do it in real life and da 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 which, which ignited an entire debate on Twitter because they were like, it's not her fault that she signed a bad deal, that she doesn't own her masters. And if Beyonce did steal from her because she's known to steal from people. And then everybody started talking about Ring the Alarm being a direct ripoff of I hate you so much right now. Uh, is it? Yeah, because Khalees invented yelling on the record according to the internet i mean she did say she's the first one to you know do a bunch of shit or whatever um so then the actual album comes out and everybody is like what song is it because <laughs> no one could hear it including me and i've listened right. to the album many times so when it was pointed out to me that it was energy, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And especially the la la la's, like those are not Khalees' vocals, but it's the la 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 la, that little drum right there at the beginning of the song and, and under the the chorus. Now- It's like in, uh, in Family Feud, Beyonce was singing the Clark Sisters. Right. And they were still credited. Yeah. So the conversation began as, well, if she stole it, that's wrong. Da, da, da. And it has sort of ended up as Khalees didn't hear the song, clearly, because anybody who's heard the song is like, mm. and so then there's this conversation about a bunch of people, by a bunch of people, including myself, who don't know shit about the record industry, talking about courtesy and heads up and whatever. And like that, I'd know. I know enough to know that that's not the industry standard. There is no universe in which Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter is picking up the phone, calling Donna Summer's estate saying, we're going to do X, Y, Z. Unless there is a previous working relationship, I do not think that a heads up is an industry standard. If she was owed a heads up, it should have been from her record company from her agent from pharrell but i still even don't think pharrell that i don't think the industry standard is that pharrell needed to call her and say blah blah blah, blah. but as a people who have worked right. together who have bad blood should he have maybe i think it's fucked up that she found out in the way that she found out but i feel like a lot of people are owed that blame that aren't beyonce And she didn't write the song. She didn't write the lyrics and it she didn't make the beat. For her. Hello. That was written for Britney Jean. <laughs> Thank you. So even Beyonce crediting her as the performing artist is above industry standard. Correct. Because that usually doesn't happen. The performing artist, if they were not a composer or lyricist, they don't get credited. And, you know, like, I I think there are, and I've been engaged in this conversation in, in the theater space, too, that, like, artists contribute inex inexorably to whatever Absolutely. On, Especially a performing they, artist. Correct. But that beef belongs to the producers, to the record labels. That is not, and, and sure, one could argue, because it is, a fact that Beyonce is probably the most powerful recording artist on earth. Yeah, um, currently. Yeah. But, you know, 
that's that's a Parkwood executive's job. That's not Beyonce's job. She got she got fifty eleven kids. <laughs> and her and Khalees aren't cool. They haven't been cool. And she's been talking shit about Beyonce for a long time. And now apparently she's she's liking nasty comments about Beyonce and Rihanna right now. Instead of coming forward and saying, I was misled, I responded emotionally, I do not think blah 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 blah. Because because she said some pretty like you know, that whole like you practice what you preach. And it's the the irony is the way that the album features so many queer artists of color, feminine presenting women, like feminine presenting artists and women, it's interesting that that's the the dagger that she chose. Correct. Because this is a huge homage to a community that Beyonce isn't a part of, but has long, to me, it's a gift to a community that has supported her from the very beginning. Uncle Johnny made my dress that cheap spandex, she looked a mess. (laughs) She gave the girls uh, Vogue anthems down. The way that I was going, titty, titty, cat, 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 Listen, pound, pound. I'm so happy this is not a video podcast because the way that I was going (laughs) right now for these rickety ass dips I'm doing it ain't listen I know my skill set and that ain't it child I can't do that either but it it was just it was interesting that she and she hasn't obviously retracted any of it if anything she gonna double down and and that's why I mentioned first grief is a a terrible awful thing and I know that I have behaved and still behaving (laughs) Uh, in ways that are out of my character because of grief. So I I understand, but I also think it was ill-advised. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a hard time to be a person. Um, Amen. (laughs) Especially a decent one. Yeah, I extend that sort of baseline of gratitude to most people. Um, There are obviously some people who are beyond that extension of grace. Um, but it was just a stupid decision. And I don't, I, I, I don't think she played that out in her mind all the way to see like what she thought was going to happen. Like, what did you hope that was going to happen by calling Beyonce out? Like you've seen all the ways that that has been attempted and done nothing over the last 25 years. What did you think? But like, did she really think she had the smoking gun on Beyonce? Like Beyonce stole from me and I'm going to talk to my lawyers. Right. Like, I mean, did I, I guess, did she think it was like a blurred lines got to get up situation? Because like, it wasn't. She had, she clearly had not heard the song because the, the album wasn't out. It was the night before the release. And you know, all them hoes trying to leak shit. And Beyonce was like, thank y'all for not. I see Beyonce. I didn't do it. I didn't listen early. I listened at nine o'clock Pacific time when it came. I out. waited till like clear the next day. Oh no! I as soon as it as soon as I got the notification, I said, "Cut that on." <laughs> I got to do my praise and worship. So then there's the ableist language. Ciao. I'm not a part of this community. I don't have an opinion. I do have an opinion on the fact that I don't, that we've only seen this happen with two black artists. And I think it's, I'm concerned about the precedent it sets. Um, I was talking to Rod today and he was like, yeah, because then like, what if white people decide that it's wrong to say bitch in a song? Now what? Well, and also the ways in which like, there's this, Twitter thread that did I, I think I might have scooped you. Oh my God, a first in what's the tea history. <laughs> um, uh, there's this um, scrolling up to their bio so that I don't misgender them. Is it Naima? Uh, no, her name is Ola. Um, and she is a member of the disabled. Community. Oh, I did see her. I saw this thread get tagged um Raquel Willis had put this in another thread um but yeah it 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 does it does have the whiff of anti-blackness um it it I understand that like about damn time and 
you know, the entire Beyonce album are, are like huge, like cultural um, touch points. So people are familiar with them more immediately. Um, but like the inequity and in how this outrage gets applied is is odd. And also I feel like, again, I'm not a member of the disabled, of the disabled community, so I, I can't, I'm acknowledging like my ignorance, my um, privilege and my blind spots. But like this outrage seems to be consistently brought up by non-black people. And mm -hmm. in both of those instances, like that, um, those colloquialisms have uniquely black meanings that are different than mm -hmm. how they present in non, in like in, in mixed company. And I've seen that, but I don't recall, like somebody tried to say that spaz was, I'm sorry for using the word, was A-A-V-E, but I don't think so. Like I've, I've heard that word used. I've absolutely never heard it used as a slur against a disabled person, but I'm not saying that it's, that it's not. Um, I just don't think that the Black people that I grew up around have commonly used that word. I don't even know if I've like, if I've heard Black people use it, they've used it in the way that Beyonce and Lizzo use it and not, like, Correct. as an epithet to somebody. Correct. But, it, again, it doesn't also, make it okay. It's a behavior, not a, not a personalization. Right. But also, I think it's a UK phrase where it's more derogatory towards people over there. Because I did see a handful of Black people, I haven't given this much time in my scrolling but i did see a handful of black people say that they had had it uh, disabled black people say that they had had it used against them but they were from the uk there but you know there's always going to be some american black person to be like yes it is and i am this and da -da -da -da. so like okay great white person living in the basement in kansas right right but like it, i just don't think that this is a word that our community recognizes in this way and it's not the same as cunt. Like I, I know white people are like greatly offended by cunt. She says cunt in in this album. Yeah, because it's it's in a different context in 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 the gay yeah. community in the black community, but it's it, it's different. Like white people will be like, oh, if you say cunt, I didn't even. I had, I think I was an adult the first time I heard someone use that word, and I, I didn't know it was the most offensive word on earth. You see, I throw it around very liberally. It doesn't mean shit to me, um, but it's it's a known slur in the white community. And if we're talking about words that cross culturally mean different things, the way people in the UK refer to cigarettes, uh, right, right, you know, but there's but there's talking about cigarettes. They're not. It doesn't have any connection to a person. Correct. Correct. But I think the danger, and I don't want to be a slippery slope ass motherfucker, but the danger is allowing people outside of a culture to police language within a culture. That's that shit I don't like. Because there's a lot of stuff in our community that the newer generations are self-correcting. So when white people get a whiff of like, if we wield our power, we can change them. I don't like how that feels. No. And, but and, I do applaud these two black women for being accountable and moving in a progressive way to get rid of this language. Yeah, I mean, it 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 feels not the same as like some of the conversations that were had about Mr. Morale. Um, mm -hmm. that like you know, there's a particular an artist is making a piece of art for an intended audience. People who mm -hmm. are not in that intended audience who still consume their art as is their right express disappointment, frustration, outrage, sadness at feeling included, excluded, or whatever. And an artist has an opportunity to respond and continue a conversation about it. But I get, but similar to your point, what I get frustrated by is it feels like the conversation is over, that like someone who was not the intended audience of this art got to police in artist language and now there's no continued dialogue about it it's just like you know tap on the wrist and like you know good good black person go make me more music to make tiktok dances to right and i think in the case of beyonce and, and lizzo 
they are global artists. So if it is a, a slur in the UK, for you and me, that shit don't matter. Like maybe five people outside of this country listen to this podcast. And if we have ever used that word, maybe somebody heard it. But for somebody like Beyonce, for somebody like Lizzo, whose latest single is ubiquitous, of course they have to listen to that sort of criticism. We're going to listen to it too, but... it. Like, I think it's the response that bothers me because you're putting fuel into the fire of the people who are like, y'all so sensitive. And so when an issue is really like harmful and dangerous, like transphobia, it gets lumped into things like this. And I'm not saying that it's okay to use ableist language. I absolutely am not. But I guarantee you, you poll a hundred black people they're still saying the r word and they're still calling people midgets maybe so we have some catching up to do as a community and i'm glad that people who are this visible in our community are are being held accountable and like it's that whole thing of like calling out versus calling in i just don't agree with people on twitter thinking that they can hold someone accountable you're not you're not in relationship with them you're not in community with them for an artist correct it's different the lines are blurry please don't come for me nona gay but <laughs> it's a different thing to be like me user xyz on twitter i am very upset that you said this in a song <laughs> and now you have to change it because i said so like there's this thing that people and i'm gonna lose some of y'all here and that's okay with me but it really frustrates me about progressives is they think that like they have bullied the party into their will off of things that have been in the works for a while and then like a bill gets signed and they're like see we hated joe biden into getting what we wanted like no you probably didn't you super did because i (laughs) i don't don't know i'm sure for some things yeah but like do y'all think y'all bullied the gas prices down? You didn't, because Exxon's profits are through the roof. And I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just don't think that the the advisors are sitting around going, they killing you on Twitter, Joe. <laughs> and that's how policy is created. No, they're actually, but that is, they have jobs to do. But that's, but that's how we are moving as a society now. People are like, we're all Karens now. It's like, if I'm loud and complaining, we're going to get shit done. And because most human beings are decent and they want to be better, they're going to not want to offend people or hurt people or harm people. Yeah. I, I just, I also think too, it's a lot of people who don't know how shit works. And so they just keep running and banging and yelling and screaming Baby. and just like shoving their feet into their mouths. Um, and I'm tired. Yeah, super tired. Um, Super tired. So I just, I shake my head to the bullshit. But but yeah, I I think, you know, for an album like this, the lyrical content is not the like, that's not the, that's not why you're here. You know what I mean? No, we're here here to shake our ass. (laughs) Yeah. Correct. You're here for the whole experience. Or the experience or the um for the ambiance um, ambiance the ambiance if you will and so you know beyonce removing a word and a conjugation of that same word i think is not going to change anyone's enjoyment of the album and right. hopefully to on some small level if a disabled person a member of the, of the disabled community um was offended and that did take them out like hopefully they can continue to enjoy beyonce's music because i i agree with the like i mean obviously like parkwood at this point is a a global company it's a corporation but like right you know the music is supposed to bring joy like right who does it who does it profit if someone is like sitting there being you know i just i worry because i feel like i feel like white people have lost Beyonce, they lost her a long time ago because she came black, blackity black, and never pulled back from that. So I sing along to a bunch of her songs now. And I wonder if that's next, like her saying nigga, if they're if people are gonna come for that next. Um Child, did you see that motherfucking bullshit? What? Uh now you know 
Don't give me the line. I got to look it up on Instagram. Um, there is some young performer. What's this child name? He was at some concert. Oh, do you Rich. know? Oh, uh huh. Oh, uh, in the UK, and the entire audience was singing. That's my thing. So we gonna we coming out after uh, Giselle and Lizzo for using a word they didn't know was slang. But y'all don't have nothing to say about tens of thousands of your fucking white cousins in the UK screaming out "nigga." Like That's okay. Multiple times from the soles of their feet. I was like, did they pipe this sound in? Because my God. Mm-hmm. That's why it's difficult to go to a rap show as a black person these days, especially for a certain and, kind of artist. And like, I almost pulled a Nick Jew because uh, I have see I've done so many things in the the year since we last recorded this show. <laughs> um, but my little sister and I went to a, a concert at Cafe du Nord, and we got there when the doors opened. Oh, Cafe and- du Nord. And when the headlighting artist came out two hours after the doors opened, uh, these young women was trying to squeeze and elbow their way up to the front. I said, no, oh, no, no that's why we got here early, mama. And yes, I know that I'm 6'3", and, and I'm sorry <laughs> it doesn't. It, it do not matter. You should have got here early. How about that? Sorry, baby. Sorry. There's this one little girl trying to like, and I felt so bad for her. She got so molded. Because she was acting like she was singing along and the like uh, artist went over to put the mic in front of her face and she was freaking out. And I was like, because she don't know the words. She don't know the words. A poser. <laughs> a fucking poser. Trying to fucking get uh, content for clout. You don't even know the words. Child. Joe, uh, her ass. Joe Byron got the motherfucking COVID, girl. And because they're saying that they're saying that they like the scientist people are flirting with a theory that if you take if you're taking the Paxlovid, it's decreasing symptoms so much that people feel fine. So they are doing like their normal activities with COVID, which is causing the because like the medicine child, you know, I don't know the science of it, but whatever it does. It does something. Yeah, the virologist, maybe he could tell us. Um, But whatever it does, they're saying that people, it's not necessarily that they're getting reinfected with COVID. It's just that the medicine did what it did. It took away the viral load. And then once you've done the medicine, you the viral load increases because it's something your immunity system is, immune system is doing. But they're also saying that like, people who are having these instances of long COVID are having them because they were not resting while their body was trying to course through the illness, which is easy to not do when you're taking drugs to make you feel better. So somebody like of his age, probably, yes, the Paxlovid was a great idea, but he probably should have sat his ass down while he was taking them drugs and rested. Because that was me. Like, I felt okay after like seven days and then I tried to do something and then I couldn't do shit for another two days. So it just like wiped really? all of my energy. Were you, did you take Paxlovid or did you? Did you no, the, I had COVID last December. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like. Did you take Paxlovid? Yeah. I don't think they had that yet. Or if they had it, it was only for like people who were in the hospital, like dying at the time. <laughs> Um, so, you know, of course people are like, this is proof that that fucking vaccine doesn't work. No, the proof that the vaccine works is that his old ass is alive. Is alive. Correct. Cause his predecessor, um, <laughs> I don't care what they say. That man almost did not make it. You don't airlift somebody to Walter Reed for the fuck of it. No, you don't. And not because you he were was concerned about traffic. Yeah, no. Cause it's not that far <laughs> and you get a motorcade, bitch, ain't no traffic. <laughs> right it's the president i have never prayers down so hard in my life when we watched that damn helicopter fly over my backyard i was like oh just fall out the sky <laughs> 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 my mom was here we were both like oh if it could just could they just Stop. push him out like <laughs> now's the time lord reach out reach out father <laughs> Send him to his father, Satan. (laughs) Get his ass (laughs) out of here. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. He's, he's, you know, it's that other thing too of like that work shit. Like this, this is the disease of capitalism. You're fucking in your eighties, dog. You have a virus. Sit your ass down. You don't have to work. Yeah. You have a very capable vice president. Let her do something. You have a very capable entire administration. Like relax. Mm hmm. But, you know, here we are. The Emmys were announced. We don't watch enough TV to care about that. When they do the show, we might come and say a few few things about the fashions or something. But, girl, I don't know about that shit. Yeah. I mean, good for Severance. Um, Severance did what needed to be done. Yeah. I, I really, I don't, my television watching has been just really atrocious this last year. Yeah, you're not even watching Fuckboy Island with me. It's um, so good. I, I will correct that immediately. Uh, you know what else is back? I have an open shirt in my costume, so I'm really spending all my spare time just doing push-ups. Um, because, <laughs> because, like, well, do like, put put your phone on the ground and um, watch F-Boy Island while you're doing push-ups. You'll be motivated by all the shirtless men. <laughs> oh, God. I'll be suicidal. No, you won't, please. No, you're finer than all of them dudes <laughs> off rip. <laughs> um, The Bachelorette. Is this the one with the two? With the two mm-hmm. So it's Gabby and Rachel from what a name season. Oh, you he know, just, I don't know. From he Matt. was just the best. I want to say Clayton. Was that his name? Don't give me the line. <laughs> um, he ended up not choosing any of them. And he had told them all that he like slept with them all. Oh my God. And one of the girls was like laid out. Yeah, Clayton. One of the girls was like laid out on the stairs crying and shit. That's Rachel. And then the other one, because he basically on the last night were like, I slept with three of y'all at the <laughs> fantasy suites when it was four of them I mean, left. Somebody quit. The one he really liked quit. And he ended up with her at the end after everybody else went home or whatever. Um, so Gabby and Rachel are now the co-bachelorettes. And because ABC is messy and, and the nigga. producers are in psychological warfare. Yes. No. That's a no. Absolutely yes. <laughs> because you and I have already almost shared a body. There is no way. Baby. Uh, so the gag is there was no rules or whatever. They were trying to like freestyle it. And so some of the dudes were playing both sides of the fence and like trying to get after both girls or whatever. So the girls were like, no, fuck that. Y'all are not about to dictate this process for us. So tonight we're picking, like I'm giving dudes roses and she's giving dudes roses. And from here on out, we are separating the pack, like no more of this fence sitting shit. So one of the girls, she was like trying to have one-on-one time on a date with the guy, Gabby. And he told her that she wasn't really his type, that she was a little rough around the edges and loud. So she went off crying and she was like, fuck this. I'm not giving out no roses tonight. Like, fuck all y'all. And then they did their like dual rose ceremony. And the other girl (laughs) was uh, like, I think she felt bad for her that she got rejected or whatever, but she was real smug about it. She ended up getting denied three times when she was giving out roses. <laughs> How you get denied when you given a rose? So, so basically, Jesse, the host, was like, "So if you don't want to accept the rose from the woman who offers it to you." I'm going to put you back in the line, but she just loses that rose. So they went back in line with oh, the hopes. fucked up. Right? That the other chick would choose them, but she had already gave out her roses. So um, basically they went home because they, but I'm, but like, I respect the fuck out of that. If, if somebody was offering me a rose and I wasn't there for them, like the, the nuts to say, actually, I'm here for Gabby. Sure, sure. I mean, but then that girl, that girl ran off crying because she got denied three times. That's also like, that's just like a bad. I felt bad for her. 
premise because it's like every time on Tinder when there are two people <laughs> in a picture, it's, it's it's always the ugly one. It's always the ugly one in a group, in a duo. It's every always. time, and I I I I feel that so deeply. Um, uh, I would not. I fall for the okie doke every time and the double okie doke when it's the white dude. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I just fell over. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, does she have anybody? Yeah, she has, I mean, she has, she has people. It's, it's a mess though. It's probably the messiest season that has been in a really long time. And because I have no emotional investment in either of these women, I'm just here of for course. the best. Of course. And that's, that feels like the best, the best way to watch because it's too frustrating because like, you know, the way they cast the show, these men don't know who they're going to meet. So right. it all just feels fake exploitive you know um michelle and nate broke up you did tell me that Mm -hmm. i had to remember who that was because (laughs) michelle because his name is spelled untraditional n-a-y-t-e and every time i I see it i want to say (laughs) nate correct correct uh anything else um, I have a, I have a non-sports related Hey Boo. Do we have feedback? I feel like we have voicemails, but we haven't exactly figured out how to play those yet. No. And, you know, it's just been, they're probably just like Google voice being like, hello. Do oh, there's a gang of those. those. There's a gang of those. I did have to text you today. Um, <laughs> Y'all be- because, because they was like, bitch. We got yeah, it's all to, people trying to get this phone number if y'all don't want it. <laughs> right. Um, our friend in real life, Michelle, joined our Patreon. Hopefully, um, we'll have some new stuff to put up there soon. <laughs> Today. Don't ignore my text messages, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you a question. <laughs> um, you did. That was a question. I did. Okay. Uh, hey, boo. Hey, boo. Um, uh, the icon, the global superstar. Uh, Venus Williams? No. Oh. Lauren Kiki Palmer. Yes, yes. I forgot you said it was not sports related. Um, Better I mean, known to... If I if I had said Venus' sister, then that would make sense that it's not sports related because she's not a The former athlete, Serena Williams. The, the former athlete. Um, yeah, I, I just, like, Kiki is everything. She's I thought so she was talented. a lot older. Not that she looks older, but she just have, like, an old person spirit, which I vibe with Brown super so hard. Long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so talented. So smart. I, I, you know, I know there are lots of talks about terrible men in this industry, I remember when she told her story about Trey songs and nobody listened to her. She was one of the first whistleblowers. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I'm happy to see her getting more flowers from more people, but like much like Janet from Oh four to eternity, niggas always had Janet's back. Like niggas, real niggas always loved Kiki. Um, and so I'm so, so happy for her and in this moment and all that. I love the moment that she's having right now. It feels odd to say like that she's having a breakout moment, like 20 years into her career, but I hope that this is a catalyst for her to get even more work. Um, she's hilarious and beautiful. She was great on legendary. Like she was an amazing addition to that judging panel for many reasons, um, and all that rigmarole that happened on Twitter, she responded beautifully. Like, yep. imagine thinking you could compare anybody to, to me. <laughs> like, I, mean, I know that's right. Michael and Sarah and Kiki. Like she, like you said, she's the youngest person to host a talk show in the history of ever. 
I just, I really love her. And she was out on the front lines after the like racial uprisings um, surrounding George Floyd's murder. Like she doesn't just talk about it. She reads about it. She don't know these white people. That's my favorite genre of internet. Kiki Palmer not knowing white people. Love it. And she like (laughs) led a, she moderated a, a conversation with the vice president at Essence Fest. Like she's an icon. In, the in this house, we stand Kiki Palmer. And um and Dr. Kiara Bridges from Okay. Berkeley. Okay, and- who read Josh Holly ugly ass to filth with his old ugly ass. She the way she got in in, in between his booty meat, I just she got him the fuck together. I love it. I love it. Black women, we just re- like the world does not deserve black women. It's time out for transphobes. Like it's too much Google for you to be stupid. If it's it, even if you don't agree with it, which I find odd that you don't agree with somebody's being like, shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you. Nobody's hurting you. Most trans people are just trying to go to the fucking store and get home safely. Leave Correct. people alone. Don't nobody want your ugly ass kids. The people you need to be worried about harming your children are the elected officials who are gonna make sure that they are even dumber than you. Nothing to add. No, no lies. <laughs> no notes. No notes. No, no, no lies were told. <laughs> no lies were told. Um, um, hey, God, I hate to be so basic and predictable. But Steph Curry came to the A's batting practice the other day because he his one of his charity organizations, the kids were at the game that day. So um, he also can hit the tar out of a baseball because he's what? That bitch. And I also feel like I haven't appropriately talked my shit about the championship. So I'm going to bring it back around. And it is Steph Curry. And I don't care because you know what? He got them rings. And you know what? He has created the four. He has created the best new celebration. I sleep shit. I'm doing that at work. I'm doing that in a car. Like, mm, mm, good night. Good night. Night night. It's over. It's over for you. Oh my God. Yeah. Um I that's my favorite line from Heated. Flip flop flippy flop flopping ass bitch. Okay. Baby, oh shit, what happened? Oh no. Yeah, Frankie Montes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The A's is having another motherfucking fire sale at the trade deadline, just getting rid of everybody. Suck my nuts. (laughs) Meanwhile, on Twitter. (laughs) Oh God, what are the nice things up to today? I I shared that with my brother. He was like, oh my God. Oh, you did? (laughs) Because he's not on Twitter like that. Um, so I had to like, I had to put him on to the, to the, to the night skin situation. <laughs> um, this tweet I bookmarked just because I think it's fucking everything due to inflation. My love will now be costing a thing. Correct. <laughs> There's, um, there was one of the, those memes. It was like talking about the U S debt and it was some video of some woman talking about i don't know nothing about that kind of lifestyle that is not me (laughs) honey um i really they said said, is there um why why do grocery stores be selling a whole loaf of bread i'm single and it was that clip of lorianne gibson being like too much (laughs) this is what i don't understand put the bread in the motherfucking freezer girl and then if you take out a slice by the time you get your peanut butter and everything together, the motherfucker will be ready. Just, you just need a little preparation. Oh, I don't have a new one for us. <sighs> no, meanwhile on Twitter. That's okay. They're dragging Diane Warren though today, which, you know, I think it's stupid to like tell a legend like that how the music industry works but also Correct. some of the shit is really fucking funny um but now the beehive has her like apologizing and shit because she so she wrote how can there be 24 writers on a song with the eye roll emoji and then she wrote this isn't meant a shade i'm just curious but of course they're dragging I'm sorry. her how 
I don't understand how that question is not shade. It's shade. I think she she walked it back because cause they said, I thought, how you say the lady name? Giz, Gil Zane Maxwell tweeted this. Gislaine Maxwell. <laughs> they, they were calling her that all day. Um, Stay in your lane. Move out the way. <laughs> You've been in the music industry since the cross. Wait, you've been in the music industry since the cross they put Jesus on was carved. So you know damn well that when a song is sampled, the writers of that song get added to the credits. Please be serious. Do we got to call Mariah on your ass? Yeah, her and Mariah got beef well, the Mariah long way. Move out the way. She said, move out the way. How can there be 24 chins on one head? <sighs> Maybe if you credited everyone involved in the creative process like she did, you wouldn't be facing a $20 million lawsuit for plagiarism and would have had at least one award to your 13 nominations. No shade, though. Yikes. Um, I understand that you notoriously work solo, but you obviously know about the business of sampling and the creative process of collaboration. Sounds like you're just mad that Black acts no longer need to throw one of your M.O.R. ballads on their albums to go pop. Damn. That's 23 more writers than Diane Warren needed to write. I don't want to miss a thing. Rhythm of the night. Unbreak my heart. If I could turn back time, how do I live? And blame it on the rain. Okay, credits. Um, And a fucking gin. Another white woman pretending to be ignorant of how sampling credits work. A question that could have been answered with Google, but well, shitting on Beyonce seems to be a sport for y'all. I wish you would have Googled who she was. Correct. How you a writer not knowing how credits work. Musicians who say this shit crack me up because there's something to so telling about people in the music who criticize fellow artists for being willing to collaborate? Like, that's hilarious. Also, crediting can be complicated. I don't even make albums, and I know this, so why don't you? Fact. Same as being nominated for 13 Oscars and winning zero. Damn. <laughs> it's just they like, just keep... Just- Cutting they just keep posting quick. that video of her and Mariah talking about move. Just painful. Weren't you trafficking girls to Weinstein? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know a cockazoid isn't speaking. Not a cockazoid. You, you should know how samples work. You've been in the industry for eight decades. Okay, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is it. Are you ready? It's just a picture of her and it says, You're ugly. (laughs) Oh, no. Meanwhile, on Twitter. How? Wow. Not your ugly. <laughs> oh, someone said, how you been in the game for 80 years and don't know how samples work? She said, because I don't use them. <laughs> Congrats. Right. But also, like, someone around you knows how samples work, like. You're, you're trying to be shady. This thing, older white women, just put the phone down, girl. I, this is, I've been saying this for years. Save it for the group thread. Right. There's so many terrible things that I say to you and to other people that, like, you know, the, the world does not need to ever hear or know. Ciao. Because, like, Dunking on Beyonce is not the flex that you think it is. Not on release week, mama. Not The stands ever. are ready. Not ever, but the stands are ready. And, and the Ivy Park drop came on the same week. Like, we was double. We was, we was bricked up, bitch. And the Black people, like, I have two qualms with, with the Black folks today. 
Are you uh, upset with the black straight men who want to be included in the narrative about <laughs> Renaissance? <laughs> I, I paid that dust. The, I paid that appropriately dust. It's the black gays who keep telling us how mad the white gays are. How do you know? Why you why you why are you checking for white people's opinions when a Beyonce album drop? And how and how are you in a space that so many white men are telling you how they feel about it? In a bed somewhere. Also too. <laughs> in a bed. Uh also too, the blacks who are mostly surrounded by white folks, why you have to tell us you're not here for the album? You have to tell me a goddamn thing. I don't need to know that girl. And I get it might be a little bit annoying to you because you're the only black person in your social circle. So all of the whites are looking to you for an opinion. So maybe that's what's moving you to be saying that you don't care about it or that you're annoyed. But like, girl, we don't care. We don't care. No one car. In general, people who don't like Beyonce, they're struggling right now. I know it's very difficult for them right now. Like, we don't care if you don't like it. It's release week. Go sit down. They said she made this album for bitches with good pussy. And like, if it's not you, then self-select yourself out. You don't have to. And somebody quote tweeted that in seriousness and was like having an intellectual discussion about how stands are unstable. Like, it's a joke. It's a joke. Keep like, scrolling. Uh, I survived Twitter. Aubrey's release. It's fine. Just don't engage. It's Twitter, you guys. Like, let's, we've, we've got to. There's like, the world is on fire. There are actual things to literally incensed about. This is not. People are that. dying, Kim. Dying. And also, the straight black women who are like, oh, it's not for me. Okay. Every other one was. I'm they found a place. I'm having a sandwich later. You, you know, <laughs> what are you having for dinner? If the gays and the non-binary folk and the trans folk was able to find a place and all the other very much fucking heteronormative ass albums and lyrics, why you can't find your place in here? Also, Beyonce still talks about fucking her man. Like, I don't know what y'all, what are y'all talking about? Just because it's a little gay shit on it? And it's not like she's talking about sucking dick or eating ass or, you know what I Which mean? is not like, exclusively gay. Or doing poppers. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. There you go. Not exclusively gay. <sighs> well, that's it. We're back, y'all. Kind of. I mean, we'll see you in another month. Right. Probably. Very much. Probably that. This, this took a lot out of me. Shit, I'm tired. Whatever. We still got another show to do. I'm, I'm Oh, how did we, how did you do this? Shut your mouth. 35 don't hit like it. Like it. Ooh, ooh, Shut right on up. Oh, this is the day that the Lord has made. But it is not the day for you to try it. Release your vibe. Release your trade. Release, Release your job. Release your booty hole. <laughs> Bye. Release your gag reflex. <laughs> <laughs> Say bye. Bye.